You're listening to The Swingdom, the champion podcast of the year. Two guys, 28 clubs, zero putts given, with your hosts, Ben Ridner and Gunnar Kane. All right, welcome to The Swingdom. Welcome to the U.S. Invitational Preview Show. Um... <laughs> Everybody else got to skip the Safeway Invitational Open. Uh, do we look like a couple of guys that skip events? No, we, we look like one guy who skips an event <laughs> and one guy who doesn't. <laughs> um, well, Dan, I did the Safeway Open. That's awesome. I, the only are, thing I wanted to do from the, the Safeway Open? Open, I wanted to ask you one question about the Safeway Open. I was going to break down the whole thing. You know, you break, I want you to break down the whole thing. That's not what I want. That's not what I don't want to do. Okay. I will ask you one question as you're breaking it down. Yeah. And we, I don't want to just, I don't even want to discuss it in depth. I just want to ask you. All right. Let's do both shows. All right. Let's do the show. Let's do both shows. What's both shows. We'll do the Safeway open breakdown. Yeah. And we'll do the U S open preview. What? Are you not prepared? No. Me neither. You seemed really excited to do the, <laughs> to do the U.S. Open. All right. All right. Cool. You're listening to The Swingdom, the champion podcast of the year. Two guys, 28 clubs, zero putts given, with your hosts, Ben Ridner and Gunnar Kane. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Swingdom. I am Ben Rittner. I'm an 11 point something handicap. I've got my Cobra Clubs, a bit of Cleveland's, same old shenanigans. It's another Monday night here in the new. This is like the Swingdom Vault. I, I got to give it a name. It, this is the new recording studio. That's um, good. I was like, I want to put up golf flags. And Isidore was like, I got you this, this, this thing of parrots so you can look like you're out in the jungle. I was like, I don't, I'm not really a bird person. I'm not, I don't really, not that I don't like birds. I like birds. I'm just not like a, I'm not like a tropical bird. I'm like, I don't ever want to have a pet parrot. No, no, no. Nobody should ever own birds. Okay. Birds At, yeah. are a disgraceful creature. What? But they're the That's... most amazing. They're my favorite. I love birds. I have to walk this back all of a sudden. You do, I yeah. love birds. <laughs> I absolutely love birds. Yeah. For the record, you will never catch me near a bird. Ever. Not even chickens. No, but right. you will see me admiring them from afar. You are a birder, though. I do. Uh, I love birds. I like yeah. to look at birds yeah. from the safety of elsewhere. Okay, so this, this particular birder is my best golfing buddy, Gunnar Kane. Hey, that's me. And he's a five-point low handicap who's who's a titleist fanatic but he's got a cobra f8 in the bag as well so um so this week we will be talking about the news the safeway open and um and some other stuff because that's what we do here on this podcast it is yeah it really is i'm just excited about my new setup i just i, just I like your setup it makes me want to change my setup and i'm sure no, i the, like your setup <laughs> it's just the, the in a back room somewhere in my house yeah this is well this is like i'm in like the this probably was like the boiler room and somebody painted it and put a door on it and now i've got a painting of birds i, I do admire the bird painting can you tell what kind of birds they are let's see there's a parrot yeah there's a macaw. Oh, there's only two birds. Yeah. And there's some butter. Maybe you're supposed to like paint a dinosaur in the middle. Uh, if you saw like a like a full frontal of a T-Rex just hauling at you, then you can put like a little Jeep with people in there. Yeah. Screaming. Driving I'm just sort of like, uh, let me move out of the way a little bit. Like I'm looking at it. And I've just noticed now that it's like in the middle there. It's quite incomplete. Like maybe we got it from Ikea. Maybe like it's a, it's a paint your own painting. <laughs> it's not, but it looks good. Okay. Maybe it just, it just looks like my head is in the middle of the jungle. Yeah, your head, your head's in the, it almost from here looks like it's a window. 
Ooh. To the outside. That is what England looks like at nighttime. Not even close. Nope. Um, <laughs> so this week in news, there's some, there's some devastating news to one of our favorite golfers. Devastating. Devastating. Um, would you like to go on with that or? Yeah. Our boys. Homegrown. Homegrown from, from the Orange County of Virginia. Yeah. Local to LOTW. Lake of the Woods. Lake of the Woods. Holds the, holds the course record at yep. Lake of the Woods Golf Club. We have played there multiple times. I've never played there. Uh, I've played there multiple times. Yeah. Never came close, obviously. To 62 uh, now. <laughs> right. Uh, our guy, John Daly, uh, yeah. diagnosed with bladder cancer. Not good. No, we wish, we wish John Daly... And little big John. Yeah, little big John, yeah. All the well wishes. When I uh, found out, Mug Dad told me, mentioned Mug Dad, good job, you're in there. And that's it. Mug Dad that's told me, get. and the first thing I said was, I, I hope he gets to see his kid go pro. Mm-hmm. I hope he gets to see little John either like hold the NCAA trophy or – win at like the old course St. Andrews like he did oh like that's all you can sort of ask for and you know better than I do as like a parent for your child you just want to see him grow up and do do the things that you love doing so I, I just hope he gets the opportunity to do that yeah uh, same yeah we're uh we're, we're definitely uh wishing wishing the day the the daily clan well yeah uh let, let us all remember the greatness uh before he's, it ends. He's still alive. I said before it ends. That's what I said. Yeah. He's still he's still got some fighting yeah. left to do that. I don't know. Let's let's all remember how great he was before before the end. And I'm yeah. not saying bladder cancer is gonna take him. I don't think it will. No. He's too stubborn. Yep. But I'm it just you. reminds you how short life can be. Mm-hmm. And we all love him. So let's all go out and and uh, splurge on some. Uh, Smoke a cigarette, drink a Coors Light on the course with a camera on you somewhere. Yeah, let's all go and put on some fake mullets. I, I might it's, put on a real mullet. Might even grow a real mullet. Who yeah. cares? Get some sunglasses on. The least you can do is pants. go get a pair of those loudmouth trousers. Get some loudmouth pants. That's yeah. right. Call yep. it a day. You know where they sell loudmouth pants? Where? Uh, at the golf expo, the DC golf expo, because nice. rock bottom golf where John Daly is a part owner in. Yeah. Yeah. They sell all the loudmouth equi- uh, apparel. Well, yeah, they do so, the John Daly deal of the day. So it's yeah, like the daily so, deal of the day. I check it every day. So they have, a um, they have themselves a, uh, set at the DC golf expo and we go yeah. every year. Right. Yeah. And I'm going to get a pair of pants now. I think I've so decided. So if, if you don't know what loudmouth trousers are, they're like those like American flag trousers. They're like the 1980s, like, like neon zebra striped trousers. All and John Daly is famous for wearing them. I'm pretty sure he's a part owner in it. I saw a pair of them at TJ Maxx and Did I you? bought them and they were like a size too small, but I wanted them to fit so bad. <laughs> I wanted to fit so bad. They were like orange, black, and brown, like tessellating deer heads. And I was just like, Oh, yeah. Perfect. I was like squeezing into them. I was like, I must. I, I must wear, wear these. these. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, more, more negative news before we get into the positive news. The latest Mr. 59, Scotty Scheffler, withdraws from the USGA Invitational. Mm-hmm. And I believe I just read somebody else did as well. Sorry, I didn't read that, but you also agreed while you looked that up. Yeah, you fine. have agreed to stop calling it the USGA as long as you can call it the Invitational. The Don't U.S. You... Invitational. Thank you. Don't you All go right. back. I won't. And Don't then I'm you sorry. Double so, dip. so um, Sam Horsfield, mm. who won a few weeks ago, has withdrawn from the U.S. Invitational as well. No, well, Sammy H. Um, yeah. No good. No good. More news. You ready for this? You'll love this one. This is yeah, good give news. It to me. 
Tiger and Bryson. They play nine holes together at Wingfoot. Oh, my God. I knew we were going to get here. I knew we were going to get to the point where we were – what was, quote, unquote, newsworthy was people playing practice rounds at Wingfoot. When Tiger Woods sneezes on Bryson DeChambeau's calculator, it is newsworthy. We all know this. I'm. Hey, I went and played uh, Somerset Farms. Tell tell your friends. Were you practicing for the U.S. Open that was going to be there next week? Uh, maybe. Yeah. If you went, if you went to Winged Foot last week. Would that be newsworthy to you? To me? Yeah. Would it be newsworthy to you, though? Yeah, it would be. I'd be like, you. what did you shoot? How did you play on the front nine? How did you play on the back nine? Ooh, those par fives. Like, I would have been psyched to know. 1,000. I shot 1,000. <laughs> <laughs> I ran out of the little flags to find my golf balls. I just couldn't. I just ran out of those I... entirely. Um, Can I tell you, not having a crowd at a PGA Tour event has really opened my eyes to how unfair it is to be an amateur. Yes. Yeah. I, I've always had, I've always uh, subscribed to the notion that pros, it's easier to play golf as a pro competitively, yes. not because you're better, but because everybody's there to help you out. Yeah. Like you get caddies, you get yardage books, you yes. get green reading material, yes. you get you get people to come and mark your ball for you yep. if you if you hit it out. Yes. Did we get any of that? No. Uh, yeah. I think you forgot a bunch of other stuff. Like you get to play the course like the day before. <laughs> you get to play for free, so you never yeah. have to worry about spending money on golf. They just um, give you new equipment. They fit all your equipment specifically to you. Oh, Don't get me started, Ben. The thing is, is when they were like, you like, so I turned 30 and I was like, I want to go get clubs. So my wife was nice I enough. I remember that. And we, yeah, we went, I went and got Cobra F8s and I got was them like fitted to me. was like 15 years ago. What? It was like 15 years ago. It's like three years ago. It's like three <laughs> whole years ago. And yeah, I, I got them. Aged well. I've got them. So I got them <laughs> fitted to me. And basically what they did is they... They measured my wrists to the floor to see how long the shaft should be. Sure. They measured what type of shaft it should be based right. on my swing speed. They measured um, what the lie angle of the <clears throat> club was. Right. And then they measured my hand to give – so, like, there's – to measure my hand to see what grips I needed. Mid-size. Those were the four parameters of which they used to fit my clubs – what parameters do, does a pro golfer get on just their irons? I think it's like, it has to be upwards of 30 parameters. Yeah. Like they have, they have like, they have like body in space motion sensors. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's ridiculous. And yeah. they don't, they don't just fit. So like what they did for you was fit your fit for your six iron. Yeah. And just make adjustments accordingly. Yeah. What pros get is individual clubs. So yeah. your four iron might be adjusted completely different and out of sync with your nine yeah. iron because you swing a long iron a little funny. Have you have you ever adjust have you ever had or seen like have you ever adjusted the loft of any of your clubs? No. I've no. never and I've never <laughs> been fitted. And I, I I people need to be fitted to play better. Yeah. And you're a perfect example of this. Yeah. That fitting. I got fitted. I took lessons and I got the sky track and uh -huh. I dropped like 12 shots in a Right. Year, which is huge. Which yeah. Is huge. I went from being like a 20, like an 18 to a 20 to being like somewhere between a nine and a 12. Right. Yeah. I, I think that for, in that first year, I actually dropped down. That's when I dropped down to a 10 even. So I went from probably being like a mm -hmm. 22 to a 10, which was awesome. I think my, so for me, and I'm going to say, uh, you know, I've already just said that I don't, I've never been fitted. I've never taken lessons. Um, what I, I think I luck out in my normal setup is actually closer to stock. Yeah. Than yeah. You know, really needing adjustments. Well, the last time I played with you, I played with my, I played with my Cleveland clubs and those were stock. Right. And I did okay with them. I was, but I was probably about six shots off my normal. But you also have had the lessons, so yeah. it just being stock was the only yeah. issue. 
I like lessons. Lessons are good. I like lessons just because it's 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 a bit of a, it's a bit of golf with a bit of uh, psychiatry, and you know you get to sort of talk to somebody who you see every week, and it's you know it, it's it's more about sort of my mental game and the golf than it is just like, for me it's the, the whole package. See, for yeah. me it would ruin. I feel like it would ruin my mechanics. And yeah, I, and so I that's worked, the thing is like I worked really hard to have my mechanics, and it's obviously worked out for me. Uh, so, yeah, it has. <laughs> you know, so I don't want to. I don't. So I, that's do the that thing is like I I had terrible mechanics. Mm-hmm. I had terrible over the top mechanics, and I'm actually like slowly creeping back into those terrible mechanics. Mm-hmm. So I need to figure out what to do about that. Um, other things in the news before we get sidetracked yet once again. Um, we had the ANA championship this week. Yeah. Is, I, it, is this ANA a little bit bittersweet? Um, no. No, number one, like, I love watching Brooke Henderson play golf. For sure. Brooke Henderson, Lexi Thompson, the Corda mm-hmm. sisters. Um, Shout out to Lexi Thompson's brother who won on the Corn Ferry Tour this week. Did he really? Yeah. Wow. So he's got a good shot at going to the tour next year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's one of those things where, like, I watch it because it relates more to my game. Yeah. They drive it between Just 250 yeah. and 280 yards. Mm-hmm. Um, their eight iron is probably 155 to 165. Like, right. the, the women's game – like, if I wanted to play really good golf – it would look like the LPGA tour. Golf. Well, that's, they say uh, that you should, an, uh, a male amateur should model their games after the LPGA tour players. And that, and those are, they are the people I've listened to. Cause I, I like watching, I like watching the LPGA cause I feel like it's a bit more realistic golf for what I do. So that's just, mm-hmm. that's just me. Um, yeah, so it was it was Brooke Henderson, Nellie Corda, not Jessica Corda, Nellie Corda, Nellie Corda, and Miram Lee go into a sudden death playoff, mm-hmm. and Miram Lee comes out the champion, which I was a bit disappointed about. I like I said, I root for Brooke Henderson. She usually has her sister on the bag. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, she always looks like she's having fun out there playing with pink clubs. So just just yeah. I, I thought it was cool. It. I ended up watching that probably more than I watched the Safeway Open. Yeah, I don't blame you. Plus, plus it was a major. It was a major. The only yeah. reason I ask you if it was bittersweet is the issue with the blue wall on the back of the 18th at the ANA. I know. Yeah. Did that cost Nelly Corda? Do you think there's there's a lot of a lot of sands out there? this morning that yeah. the blue wall cost Nelly Corda a championship. I don't, I mean, I feel like that you could say that about like eight of Dustin Johnson's like, Oh, like that's, that's a bunker. That's not a waste area. Mm-hmm. Like you shot 11 over like I, you got to win it. Like, no, I mean, the blue, it's, what are you doing near the blue thing anyway? Well, yeah, I, I think, um, I, I think it, it awarded, I think the blue wall is kind of intended to make it comfortable to go for the green. Yeah. Um, so I guess it's a risk reward situation. Yeah. But. Very excited for Miriam Lee. Yeah. I always like, I always, I, I think that's the coolest thing Her in first golf. Major, yep. I think that's the coolest thing in golf is when they jump into the fountain. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and the, can I tell you that the LPGA knows how to celebrate a win? Just all in all knows how to celebrate a win. They, yeah. uh, they're happy. You know, it's, and uh, these these PGA Tour players who are like, yeah, I was supposed to win. I'm awesome. LPGA yeah. players, they're like, yeah, I want it. I want it. What? Yeah. I mean, I think like so that like sorry, I'm just doing a bit on it as well. Like the the blue wall, mm-hmm. not 
shouldn't have been there in the first place. I agree. Does that's that mean? Why I'm at. Does why that I... mean? Does that mean Nella? Nella? Nella sorry, Nell, Nella. Nelly. Does that mean Nelly Corda's golf ball should have gone into the water? No, uh, I don't know. Because it may have. Like that it wall. Like right. that wall stopped was stopping balls from going in the water. That's what it was designed to do. So, um, no, right I th- to like, make I, you more aggressive. Yeah, it lets you be more aggressive on the 18th, which I think everybody wants to do. Um, no, because uh, she she also she had the opportunity to win it in 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 overtime, in sudden death, in the in playoff, overtime. and did not. So um, that's that's. There's a bit more news. I don't really do. I mean, I got nothing. It's just Sorry. Kevin Kevin Kisner is is no, annoying on getting, Twitter. I'm not, I'm not getting into the Kevin Kisner bit. Okay. Twitter if you want to know, he's just like he's annoying stuff. on Twitter. Yeah, and yeah. and your boy Harold Varner gives him a big gave him a big like. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> so, Varner let me down this week. Yeah, all of my guys let me down massively. We'll get to that because I got to brag a little bit. Uh, you better brag a whole. I want like a parade in Culpeper, man. I all right, you ready for the first read? Yeah. It's time for us to put down our bag and hear from our sponsors. Am I am I doing it? Are you doing the read? I'll do it. I couldn't, um, I couldn't hear the I couldn't hear the intro, so I didn't know we were ready. I heard the intro. I just couldn't hear you. So, so you're having trouble hearing, and I'm having trouble hearing. Since we're both having trouble hearing, maybe we should go get our hearing checked. Nice one. At Bell, hearing. yeah, Bell Tone Hearing, <laughs> Jersey Shore. I thought we were going to do a little back and forth. I was enjoying that banter. Um, I like the banter. You know what it reminds me of? This is the Bell Tone Hearing Centers of the Jersey Shore version of the old Mike and Mike ESPN reads. Oh my God! Yeah, <laughs> those must have been the longest scripts because each one was like each it's like three words. It must have been like four pages. It was four pages because yeah. they don't double they don't double column. No the scripts. It's just straight down the center. And then the ones highlighted in yellow and one in pink or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Um, so if you can hear this, you should still go get your hearing checked at. Belton Hearing Aid Centers of New Jersey, not only did they test for um, loss of hearing, but also loss of frequency. Yeah. 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 Um, so that's fun. Yeah. You sit in the fun. chair, you put on headphones like these guys, they bing bong, bing bong, bing bong, bing. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah, there's that or there's, uh, there's uh, uh, a little device called an auto acoustic emissions device what yeah i uh, you didn't know i was so well versed in um in no. hearing hearing testing how do you know this i test children's hearing as a matter of fact what are you accredited by the fda i am accredited not by the fda i don't know uh, if you have to be <laughs> uh, i just have proper training uh, so anyways you put it in, in the ear and it plays I like to call it music, but all it is is it's a, a series of uh, tones at yeah. certain decibel levels and frequencies. Yeah, and it goes in your ear and it plays these and it measures it measures your ear's response to wow. it and it bounces the sound back. Yeah, and then the machine measures it and tells you whether or not you can your ear is properly taking in those sounds are you looking for a new job no because i know a certain jr who is who is always looking for hearing aid salesmen regardless of their location that's part of my job is to do that as okay well good on you yeah hearing screenings (laughs) but if you want it done by a professional Definitely call our boy JR at Jersey Shore Hearing uh, yeah. Centers of, of New Jersey. New Jersey. Yeah. Uh, Check out plus, plus one, 732-888-9000. Again, that is plus right. one, 732-888-9000. You have a real uh, timbre in your voice right now. It I'm sounds in, good. I, I think it's it good? the room. It's the room. I feel like I'm having a lot less bounce in this room in the other room it's just like echoed everywhere yeah 
And then in the room good. upstairs, in the room upstairs, there's a slanted ceiling. So like, you know, I've set this up. So I basically talk into an area where all the sound should be trapped. I love it. It so sounds really lot, good. I'm getting a lot more bass. bass and tones. if you can't, if you can't hear how good Ben sounds right now, just yeah. call 732-888-9000. That's that. a plus one outside the U.S. Yeah. Uh, 732-888-9000. If you're visiting New York to do zero. some shopping. Yeah. Visiting, yeah, some, visiting New York to do some shopping. Just, like just yeah, 45 minutes down south. Yeah, south. It's swim, like swim in the ocean. Get your hearing tested at the same time. Yeah, take one of those duck boats yeah. in New Jersey, mm-hmm. and then paddle paddle on down and say the code word golf and bang. Do it. Do it. Get it done. Tell code them, word tell golf. Them we sent you. Tell them we sent you from the swingdom. <laughs> and now to your hosts, Ben Ridner and Gunnar Kane. All right, so. This week, we're talking about the ANA Inspirational, the actual golf that happened this weekend. Um, I love doing this podcast. Can I tell you that? We're not talking about the (laughs) ANA, but uh, we are. Are we too PGA centric when it comes to majors in other tournaments? So, no. I mean, so what I was going to say is like, we don't actually cover enough of. Like the rest of golf, right? We don't. Cause like, should should we start? Should we should we start covering just the biggest event this week? No, I think I think we need to make sort of the news a bit more com- comprehensive. Like like I forgot to mention that um, Angel Jimenez, uh, Miguel Angel Jimenez, yes, Miguel- has won his tenth tournament at the PGA Tour Champions, like a. Beast in his seven hundred and like eighth oh or ninth star. So he's still winning. Legend. So, so last week Phil wins. This week the dancing Spaniard wins. Forgot the to mention that. Spaniard, Mister Stretchy Pants, wins yeah. it. Gosh, he's so cool. So let me put it this way: I look up. I'm looking up the uh, the golf channel because I was looking at a bit of the news earlier. We have and, officially mentioned all the winners, by the way. Yeah, and they don't. They they haven't even acknowledged. <laughs> That the Safeway uh, Challenge Tour thing happened. <laughs> They're so, they still have the stats from the Tour Championship up. <laughs> well, that's a little frustrating, and I'll tell you why. Because I think this was a. I think in the end, it turned out to be a pretty big deal. Yeah. I think it turned out to be a pretty big deal for the guy who won. Yeah, that's what I mean. So you get you get into this, and oh. I'm going to ask you my question at an appropriate point. I'll just break down the whole dang thing. All right. All right, we're talking about the Safeway Open, Silverado Resort and Spa, North Course in Napa, California, par 72, Cameron Champ defending. No good. Anyways, round one. Was I yelling too loud for you? No, it's fine. I'll, it doesn't bother me at all. Um, I was going to say that last week I said they were going to win a bottle of wine. It turns out they won a barrel of wine. It's a barrel. I didn't didn't realize they won a whole barrel. barrel. Is it full of wine? I I believe it is empty, and they just give you enough wine. To fill it. On the side, yes. That's fair enough. Okay. That, That would weigh like 70 pounds. Yes. No good. All right. So. Round one, our featured group that we took a look at was none other than Shane Lowry, uh, defending Open champion, champion golfer of the year. Yep. Um, I get so Shane Lowry, the def, should he have just been in hindsight announced as your champion golfer of the next couple of years? Is that what I, yeah, I think so. Um, Shane Lowry, Phil the Thrill Mickelson, and Brendan Steele. Uh, Shane Lowry, uh, 68, four under par. Uh, Phil, kind of a depressing one under par, 71. And Brendan Steele fires hard, uh, shoots a seven under. Um, and he finishes tied for fifth by the end of the day. Uh, your best uh, was Russell Knox with a nine under, 63. The Scottish lad. Um, now, we did... Full disclosure, we did the preview show late, mm-hmm. so Russell Knox had already finished, but he was only <laughs> one of seven guys who had finished by then. So let's um, also let's also like say that 
even if we know we're recording the preview show late, mm -hmm. we send each other all of our picks before it starts. We do, we do that. And yeah. uh, just we, we text each fair. other our picks. So like, it's not yeah. like the day before, right. Just in case something happens. Yeah. And that was, that was the situation where you were in another country and, and we had hard, <laughs> we had a hard time coordinating. So I was, I was, uh, yeah. And I was still, I was, I was feeling nostalgic. You were. <laughs> You're feeling nostalgic. Uh, you're, uh, you get two men of the people, Luke Donald and uh, Parker McLaughlin, uh, six over 78. I kind of missed the 80s. That's, I was going to say, that's not really a man of the people. But they're the worst players in the field that day. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that's man of the people. I would still say like. That is man of the, that's how we have defined man of the people. No, man, man of the people's got to be like. 80 tell me or above and then it's got to be that. like it's got to be like a quad bogey or worse don't argue with me on man of the people all right sorry that's luke donald and parker mclaughlin all right Jeez. where has luke donald been what is he doing well this is his fourth time on our man of the people list, so not well um yeah uh i guess i should uh disclose our picks uh just just revisit our picks I picked Harold Varner the yes, third, Shane Lowry, mm -hmm. and Doc Redman. My long shot of the week was Jordan Spieth would miss the cut, and my prop bet was at the end. I'll better explain this now because I have a little bit more time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> after the cut is made, yeah, and I use the example of two under par, yeah. After the cut is made. At the end of the day on Sunday, mm -hmm. everybody in the field finishes two under par or better at the cut line or better. Yeah. So that was my prop bet. Ben picked Brant Snedeker, yes. Keegan Bradley, yes. Jordan Spieth. Yeah. His long shot was Phil Mickelson wins, which yeah. is a solid long shot. I appreciate that. And his prop bet was that a major champion – wins this tournament and we boys and girls like to call that foreshadowing yes all right so because yes because i have now said things before they have happened yes all right round two do you have anything about round one no all right no i what do you <laughs> like i we, we talked about this last week this was like the other field event even like even though there wasn't another event everybody has gone to <clears throat> massamutant new york look i so you Massa text Houghton. me where is uh, it it's not massanutton no anyways ben mamaronek my fault mamaronek uh, ben texted me and said, "This I didn't realize the Safeway Open was an alternate event." Yeah, and I got upset with him because I said, "This is not an alternate event. This is a PGA Tour event." Yes, it is. <laughs> he, so we had a back and forth exchange. I remained frustrated with his opinion, but I totally agree with it at the same time. It's it's half the money, and they showed the ANA on the channel that should have had the PGA on it. The ANA is so much better than the U.S. Uh, the Safeway safe Open. Way, yeah. All right. Uh, it's so much. Anyways, all right. Round two, Safeway Open in Napa, California. Uh, our feature group uh, for round two was Brant Snedeker, Jordan Spieth, and Jim Furyk. Um, Snedeker, 200 par 70, finishes at one under. Spieth, 200 par 70, finishes at one under. Jim Furyk was even going into the day. Shoots a 66, six under. Uh, finishes finishes the day tied for 34th. Your best round was Harry Higgs yeah. with a 10 under scoring going into 18, seven under par, and gets an albatross, yeah, from 230 yards out. Yeah, absolutely. Then you see Harold Varner come over and give him a high five, and you're like, Don't you wish that was you? Don't you wish that was you, bro? <laughs> Uh, our man of the people, thank goodness, Chad Campbell, plus nine, 81. There you go. There All it right. is. Our cut line started the day at two under, went to three under, then four under, then five under, then four under. Uh, 
Keegan Bradley ends the day at four under par. You think he's going, and then last second, five under par. Five under so, par. So, Harold Varner, yeah. just weeks by, six under, tied for 34th. Shane Lowry gets cut after yeah. firing a one over 73, finishes at three under. Uh, Doc Redman, my guy. Your guy. Three under par, 69, finishes five under for Thursday, or for Friday, tied 54th. Brent Snedeker, Keegan Bradley, Jordan Spieth, all fail to make the cut. I, I had zero bummer. guys make the cut. Zero guys make the cut. Your long shot's still in it with Phil Mickelson, so that was good. Yep. Anything about round two? It was just as much fun as round one. You're right. You know, can I tell you? I had a hard time. <laughs> I, know, like, I had a hard time they, watching this one. This one, and to be, this is one of the ones where, like, and I'm gonna get it. I'm going to get into this a bit later on. But this is, this is. Um, I keep saying that because I, I have it ready. <clears throat> I have what I'm going to do ready. But this is one of the ones where, like, you're just like, this is where they make their money. Yeah. Because they've got to know every guy who's out there, and they have to say more than like, "Ooh, it looked like he hit the golf ball clean." Oh, that's on the green. <laughs> oh, that's near the hole. Yeah. Oh, wow, what a golf shot. These guys are good. These guys are good. <laughs> wow, I think, I think these guys might live under par. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's sort of what you no say. Need telling them, no need uh, telling them to hurry up while we're yeah. young. We, yeah. they're, they're tearing it up out here. Yeah. Wow, what a great putt. And you just almost want to see him like, cover the mic and be like, who's that guy again? Who is it? <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, no. Um uh Yeah, uh Dave uh no not, not yeah, Michael Gligic. Gligic? Gligic? <laughs> You're gonna love our feature group for round three then. Michael Gligic? <laughs> Michael Gligic. Michael Gligic. Michael Gligic. It might be Gligic, actually. I don't know. Yeah. It don't matter. It does. That's his name. Vincent Whaley. <laughs> All right. You Nelson ready for this? Nelson Ledesma. You ready for this? Yeah. Round three. Safeway open. Our featured group is Cameron Davis and our low scorer of the day at 64, eight under par, Sahith Thigala. Yeah, I was going to say that, but I didn't want to sound, in, you know, like I was picking on anybody. Well, if you Sahith want to pick Thigala, on somebody, Jin Jin Zhang, pick on William McGirt and Siwoo Kim, who finished the day worst out of everybody else, 77 yeah. plus five. Uh, Akshay Batia? Batia? Batia. I only have two people, and you have zero. Yeah. So this is going to go by quickly. Harold Varner third shoots a one under 71. Finishes, yeah. and this is where it gets really important, Ben. Yes. Harold Varner III finishes uh, seven under, yeah. tied for 49th. Okay. Doc Redman shoots a three under 69, finishes eight under par on yes. Saturday. He is tied for 43rd. Yes. That's all I got for round three. What do you have? I've got nothing. Good, because round four was the most spectacular thing to ever happen in swingdom expert picking. Okay. It's not debatable. I I still liked it. I still liked it when you won the PGA, when you won the WGC and I won the the Barracuda. That was so pretty cool. (laughs) That was super cool. Uh, Round four, our feature group, Brian Stewart uh, shoots a, a two under par. To get to 18 under, James Hahn, this is your final group of the day, uh, shoots an even par 16 under, doesn't... What is James Hahn? James Hahn, when was the last time James Hahn won? I don't know, but he was... You know what I remember James Hahn for? What? Doing the... um, What was that? What's that South Korea song that, like, hit a billion things on YouTube? Oh, um, um... Oh, it was, don't tell me, I got this, Gangnam Style? Yeah, he does Gangnam Style on the way to the 16th green at the Waste Management Open. Oh, that's right. That's how I remember him. I know he's won (laughs) since then. 
Oh, but that's man. how, yes. All right. Sorry. My apologies for being distracting. Yes. I love it. All right. I'm going to tell you the man of the people before I tell you the best because okay. the best is near and dear to my heart. Yeah. Uh, Andy Zhang and MJ DeFeu finished six over 78 for your man of the people of the final round. Yep. Your best round of the day. Doc Redman. Yeah. My boy shoots a 62, 10 under par. When he finishes his round, he is in the lead from T43 to two uh, strokes clear. Oh, my God. I was... I was having a good time, Ben. You were having a good time. I got a few messages about that for sure. <laughs> Did I tell – look, look, look. Did I not tell you that nobody looks at this kid? Nobody. Nobody looks – You picked might be him the, like three times in the last six weeks. I might be the only one who knows who Doc Redmond is. No, I saw, I saw him on some expert picks a few weeks ago. They're all lying. They just found a name. That's but one no, of those he was no, no. They weren't lying, but they. And so they Doc Doc Redmond Doc Redmond was your pick for the Barracuda. He was one of your picks for the Barracuda. He mm -hmm. was an expert pick for the Barracuda. He was on my radar for the Barracuda, which is how I know this is an alternate event. Stop it, <laughs> Doc Redmond's good. I, okay, can I can I get to my point before we get to the winner? Ah, oh, fine. Harry Higgs. Yes. Doc Redman. Yes. Shez Reevy. Yes. Kevin Streelman. Yes. Brian Stewart. Yeah. Sam Burns. Yeah. Christopher Ventura. Yeah. JJ Spawn. Yeah. I'm giving you Pat Perez. Yes. All right. Pat Perez. Oh, is we missed Pat Perez in the news. He cut his hair. What? Yeah, he's he said ah, I couldn't handle it anymore. It was too much. Okay, um, all right. Um, Pat Perez, I'm giving you. Give me Pat Perez. Akshay Batia. Yeah. Russell Knox, James Hahn, I'm giving you. Yeah. Chesson Hadley, Bud Colley. Are you we, just going down? Are you just? I you know all of these people, but two of them. No, no, no. no. I'm not saying that I don't know them. What I'm saying is is when was the last time any of these guys were put in a featured group for a PGA Tour event that, made, that meant anything on a Thursday or a Friday? Well, Doc Redman's only been around for a year, so cut him some slack. I told you he was going to play great. He played great. Can we I don't just, know why you're coming at me for this. Can we just agree to agree that this is an alternate event? I didn't disagree with you. Yes, you did. I disagree with the fact you're calling it an alternate event. It's the it's a PGA Tour event. You're saying, look, if they weren't playing the ANA Inspiration, you would have had no problem with this event, not one. No, I like so this is so this is the thing, right? Like, if this is the tournament that is after the FedEx Cup Tour, like championship, the FedEx Cup. Mm -hmm. Sorry, not the FedEx Tour, the FedEx Cup Championship. How many guys in the top, like, 40 OWGR play in this event? Uh, I think it's zero. How many guys this time in the top 40 OWGR played in this event? I don't know. I didn't look that up this week. Okay. Um, don't, it, like, don't try it and just, look it up because it actually takes looking, going through all yeah, of Yeah, I know. I'm not going to. I'm it's, just it, it takes a long time to figure that one out. Does it? Yeah, you have to go through OWGR plus you have to go through past tournaments and then you got to pull for that for the week before. It takes a long time to put it all together. I'm sure there's a subscription model you can get on uh, where you can get all that kind of stuff, but yeah. I don't have that. So I do all the legwork myself. Do you really? Yeah, I do it all by myself. Oh, wow. That's all, that da all that data that you see. I do all the data myself for the show. Let me put it this way. Nobody in the top 20 played in the Safeway Open. So? Louis Oosthuizen. Nobody in the top 25 played in the Safeway Open. Shane Lowry, he played? Yeah. He's number 29. He's the first guy 
in the OWGR to play in the Safeway Open. You're hating right now. I am. I am hating. I want a barrel of wine. Well, then go out there and be a tour player and earn yourself a barrel of wine. Or I'm not not good at tour golf. I'm good at watching tour golf. (laughs) Better yet. (laughs) Better yet, go buy yourself a a barrel of wine. Just go buy myself a barrel and get some cheap wine. And be like, I want it. Um, So, yeah, it was – I think like we discussed this at length last week, but it just it was a diminished product. It was not fun to watch. It was fun to watch Doc Redman for a little bit, but I would have yes. I watched I'd rather That's watch I the NA. Um I just Mickelson made the cut, nobody cared. I just wanted um, my props on picking Doc Redman. Yeah, no, no, no. Multiple, multiple props. He wasn't on my radar this week at all. But we still haven't even talked about the winner yet. I'm not going to get to the winner until I get through all of our final breakdowns okay who won all right so well in our points let me get through the points okay so i won in points i i know so uh none of my players uh, made the cut harold varna the third all right harold varna the third yeah uh tied for 29th i don't get any bonus points but i you know i get his weeks worth of points yep doc redmond finishes tied for third give me yes. 40 uh 500 bonus points and i hit on my long shot which was jordan spieth missing the cut i yep. didn't expect that but something in me said he ain't gonna make it my prop bet seven guys finished worse than the cut whatever but somehow if you go through the uh, ben's prop bet was a major winner wins this event the top 10 players at the end of the week, only one of them has won a major. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is Stuart Sink. Yes. Who wins his seventh PGA Tour event at the age of 47. And lo and behold, won the 2009 British Open. That was the last time he won. He finishes 21 under par a two-stroke lead, and Ben gets a hit on his prop bet, 250 bonus points to Ben. Did I, and did congratulations. I also, did I also say 21 under par? You did, as a yeah. matter of fact. You hit on – you hit the, but we don't get points for that, so – I'll give myself welcome. seven points. <laughs> I'm not going to type it in. <laughs> <laughs> I, get, I get 21 points for that. <laughs> I'm not typing in – any numbers for you? I keep them. You don't. Stuart, my head is whiter than a brand new enameled kitchen sink. Stuart Sink is the master of the hat tan. We all know <laughs> the master of that. I was gonna say, like, when was the last time you saw Stuart Sink? And and it's like, yeah, it's that picture of his head being so white. But it was cool. He had his son on the bag. I wear a hat. All the time. Yeah. And you know this about me. I wear a hat all the time. I do know that about you. And it goes over my forehead. Yeah. And I have never had a severely noticeable hat tan. I have once or twice. I have never. I've, I have hat tans. Yeah. It has never been noticeable. I just notice it because I look at myself in the mirror. It's but different though. Like the Stuart Sink hat tan is different. It's insane. That's it's what different. I'm getting at. Yeah. Like I wear, I think I wear a hat just as much as Stuart Sink does. And he, I don't think anybody does. It might be true. I don't he think, might, I feel like he's got a lot of like, I feel like he's got a lot of a, um, like seal, like sunlights. What are they called? Um, UV lights. No, no, no. Like the, like you have one over your head in the podcast. No, I don't. The, the window that's in the roof. Oh, sunroof. Or, uh, 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 no, sunroof's uh, in a car. Sunlight. It's not called sunlight. What is it? What is it called? I don't know. That's why I'm asking you. You have one. Ceiling light. A ceiling window. Yeah, that could be you it. You know what? Send us an email if you know what it's called. <laughs> I really appreciate it. I have four of them in this room. They're not called. They're called sun something or others. I feel like he's just like his entire house is made of like he just lives in a greenhouse. He just wears that hat all the time. I just don't understand it. This is his first win in 11 years. I know. But good for him. That's this Yeah. Which is another reason why it is an alternate week event. I I disagree. I think I think what this says is that Phil is definitely winning the U.S. Open next week. 
You think week. he's you think he's charging in the right direction? Yeah, because I think Stuart Sink said, "Look, dude, I'm 47. I just won on the PGA Tour. Let's you can beat all them too, youngsters." Though. Yeah, I beat all got of a barrel answers. of wine. You got it. You want some of my wine? You can go yeah. have some of my barrel wine. Yeah. Drink some of your fitness coffee. Yeah. Go hit bombs. Yeah. Throw darts. Yeah. Win the U.S. Open. Win. Yeah. Win the career Grand Slam, dude. I'm with you. I'm with. I'm with it too. Yeah. That's why I said it. You ready for some ragedom? Yeah. You want to do? You, you're gonna read something first? I might. I'll try all to figure right. it out. It's time for us to put down our bag and hear from our sponsors. Hey, what's going on, guys? So um, if you haven't heard me and Cousin Adam and Soundman Dan are going on an adventure soon, we is are his name going... Soundman Dan for good? It is now, yeah. Good. Take that. Just caught a bug. Um, sorry. That was, yeah. Um, we are, we, we live in two weeks for an adventure. We are going to Hadrian's Wall, which is the wall that the Romans built to keep the Scots, them Scottish lads, out of Roman England. Uh, the year 150 AD to 400 AD, and remnants of the walls and the forts there still remain. Were they successful? Yes. Oh, really? Yeah, so like... Little little history fact here. And you just as an American transplant in England are gonna be like, Oh, I'll do it. Yeah. It kept an entire country out and you're just like, I'm gonna go play golf on it. Screw yeah. it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I, dig I mean it. I'm not like I, it's it's um it's one of those <laughs> things where it's like the like the Scots were so scary, like they wore war paint and they fought naked. That like even though the Romans were like trained like combatiers, com, com, combatants, um, combatiers. Warriors? The, warriors. Is the word you were looking for was warriors? Ninjas. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like they could never take over Scotland because basically the, like the Scots were, like they were masters of guerrilla warfare. And the Romans, the Romans were like very like ordered and we all have shields and we protect ourselves. And the Scots just scared them, right. just scared because they had female, like men and women were warriors together. Everybody fought naked. It was crazy. It was ridiculous. So they were just like, let's just build a wall. So they basically found, they found the shortest part of England from side to side and built a wall there. And it wasn't a very big wall, maybe like, like anywhere from like seven feet to like 30 feet where like the forts were and things like that. Um, and they use it to keep the Scots out. So, like, a lot of people think you build a wall like that so the Scots can keep the Romans out, but it was the opposite. Um, mm -hmm. And so we're playing six golf courses along there, which is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we start in Bounness on Solway, and we hike all the way to Newcastle-on-Tyne, and we're doing it for charity. So we're doing it to support Rowcroft Hospice and Golf Foundation, yeah. which is supported by the RNA. And um, yeah, we want to sort of bring bring a, a bit of notice and just help out in general to families in need, whether it's families who are having a hard time with loved ones or families who are just having a hard time being able to get out and play golf. I know they're very different things, but yeah. I like it. Yeah. So I'd like to just thank, you know, like, uh, my local pub, the Polk Arms, is sponsoring us. Uh, Bubby Tracy Golf Center is sponsoring us. Trago Mills is sponsoring us. Uh, they've helped out. And then we've got five or six golf courses who are really doing a great job helping us out. Silith on Solway, Stony Home, Matt Fenn, Close House, and, uh, and Centurion. So we're just having a, a fun time planning it. We get the logoed golf balls in this week. Perfect. I'm going to send you a box of that. Send me a box of that. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And so if you would love to, we would love to check it out on our social media, check it out um, in our email on our website, but it's uk.virginmoneygiving.com slash 100 miles, 100 holes. And we appreciate anything you guys want to give. So um, yeah, that's, that's my spiel and I'm sticking to it. Stick to it, Ben. Anything else I missed? No, that was everything. All right, back it. to the show. And now to your hosts, Ben Ridner and Gunnar Kane. Hey, Gunnar. 
Hey, Ben. What's going on? I'm just hanging out. Yeah. It feels like one of them nights, doesn't it? It is one of those nights. Yeah. 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 I'm I'm I'm, excited because American football has returned. Yeah. I want to get all fired up, but it's like – I haven't you like we haven't heard that much about the US invitational. No. They haven't like normally you almost get like a 10 day run up to it. We haven't really heard anything. Um No, and this is this is US Open asterisk. Yeah. Because this is last year's. Yeah. Last season's US Open. Yeah. Can I can I just say something as well? Can I rage on a little bit? Yeah, go for it. I'll just sit back and relax. Do you, so maybe, maybe I should start with a question so I don't just start raging. Do you like match play? Um. Yes, I do like match play. Um. Sometimes. Would you like match play? But you have to give me like six. Well, you'd have to give me seven strokes. No. Absolutely not. Why not? Because I'm not going to give you strokes in match play. Dang. Yeah, I don't get it. Like, I just, I'm just, I think the thing is, is I'm just, I'm like, I, I'm excited for the new handicap system. We haven't really gone into that yet. I think we're going to have to go into that really. I mean, do you know, you want to go into the new handicap system? So I think on our end, there's a delay in the new handicap system. Yeah. So we're not going to see the new handicap system when it's supposed to come out. But it's like, it's the worldwide handicap system. Right. But I think for us in the U.S., there's a delay on it. Okay. For some reason. I I think the more I play golf, the less I like handicaps. Well, because they negatively affect you competitively. The way you guys play competitive golf. Yeah. Not, not that it negatively affects you because, you know, your handicap fluctuates, but you go on and on and get upset about losing tournaments because somebody doesn't report their handicap. Yeah. Which I totally agree with where I religiously report my handicap. Yeah. And and we've gone into this before where I know it seems like like it just feels like one of those nights. Yeah. It feels like You've said it feels like in in maybe it's Europe, I don't know, but at least in England, it's that the handicap doesn't carry the same weight of accomplishment and prestige as it does here in the US. Yeah. You know, yeah. Here here it's uh oh you play golf with your handicap, and there it seems like the conversation is uh Oh, you play golf. When was the last time you won? <laughs> right. Right, exactly. So you yeah. do what it takes to win if yeah. that be not reporting your handicap correctly. As long as you get that edge. Here it's, yeah. I don't have to win. I have to have a – it is a huge deal amongst, have a single digit. amongst my friends that I have a single-digit handicap. Yeah. They look at me like I'm on some other level of golf, which I'm really not. No. Uh, and I don't enjoy it any differently than no. they do. I just happen to be good at it. Yeah, I think that was I the thing to is be like better than them, and yeah. it's whatever. As an eleven handicap, so I like I've been putting out these videos of me playing with uh, with Joe Brian Edmonds with Open Stance Golf. Yeah, really, really Great. cool bloke. Um, mm-hmm. But like, I shot even par through six. Right, which is big. Which is big. Um, and then I I played to my handicap in the last three holes. Mm-hmm. which which happens like i only get five strokes if i double two of them and then get a bogey like i'm back in my handicap right it's not like it's not the end of the world it's just how it is um but it was one of those things where i think like as as a low teens hand like as a single digit handicapper like you are mm-hmm. like when you're sort of below six you're like oh i can i can play i can almost play this course to par yeah, I do get that sense sometimes yeah. when I play, yeah. Yeah, and then for me, it's sort of like I can par every hole on this course, just not on the same day. I can only par oh, half yeah, of them absolutely. on yeah. this day. And I think that's the thing that's, like, really frustrating because um, I was two under through four. Oh, wow. And then I bogeyed six and bogeyed seven. 
And then like, yeah, like went like five over on seven and was like back to my handicap. Right. And I was just sort of like, yeah, you know, like that's golf. Like I probably should have focused a bit more. I probably should have played a bit safe. Like I should have done this, yeah. that, or the other. Um, but I don't know, like when you say that your friends like see you as a single digit handicapper and like it's on a deal, like people see me as like an 11 handicapper and they're like, wow, you must like, you're really good. You must play a lot of golf. And I'm just like, I like, I, I to lose another three strokes. Like I'd have to practice a lot, lot more. Right. And I'd probably have to get a few more lessons. Cause like I said, I know my swings a bit off. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the, I think the biggest issue really is just like, in my mind, I know I can par every hole. I just can't do it all on the same day. Right. And that's annoying as an 11 handicapper. Yeah, it's... Because uh... I think as, as an 18 handicapper, you're just like, well, I, if I bogey everything, I'm good. So if I par a few and sure, I double a few... And you're like, oh, I'm good. Yeah. yeah, like I birdie one and then I like quad this one and I finish at like 93. Like that's still a good day. Right. Like when you're yeah. trying to break, like trying to break 80 in golf is the biggest mental hurdle I've ever come across in my life. Oh, it really is. Yeah. It is so hard. So when I broke, it, when I broke 90, cause that was my first goal was to break yeah. 90. I shot an 89. And yeah. It was one of those days where I could not miss with the putter. Yeah. And I played everything super safe. Um, so I shot an 89 and I was like, oh my gosh, like I, I just wanted to break, or I'm sorry, I wanted to break a hundred and I shot an 89. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. When I got to consistently being in the eighties, I wanted to break 70. Uh, I wanted to break 80 and I broke 80 once. And then um, it all made sense. Then it, well, what happened was I got stuck and I, I got stuck in the mid eighties for years. Really? I just couldn't do it. And then I had a, I played every single day. Uh, Cause it was a summer. I played every single day for two months uh, and Gavin, you know, Gavin needed to practice and we had a membership. So played every single day for three months and I broke, I broke 80 quite a bit. And then I, I shot that 66. Yeah. And um, I, I've only shot under par one other time. Um, but, you know, I just kind of sit. That's, that's, where, that's where I think that my biggest hurdle is. And you think that the – you think breaking 80 is a huge hurdle. It's even shooting par is I have found to be the biggest hurdle as a, a mid-single-digit handicapper. Yeah it's yeah i get that i thought that breaking 80 was was terrible mm-hmm. shooting par on every hole is it feels impossible yeah yeah i'm with you i am with you so what are you up to this week in golf i just got the brand new super stroke swing grips okay uh so for I'm your regular put- clubs or for your for my irons. Oh, okay. It, not, not, like, like, not like a new putter grip. No, they're just like the putter grips, except they're circular. And oh, cool. so I'm, I'm really intrigued by them. So I ordered a set. Uh, I'm going to put those on. And I think uh, this weekend we're going to go out because Gavin uh, – well, I, I don't know if I've mentioned this yet. Um, Gavin got an invitation to play in the state championships. What uh, for his age division? So he has the VSGA Stroke Play Championships. Um, That's insanity. Uh, and only winners are invited. It turns out. So we're going to do that. Nice. Uh, that's in two weeks. So uh, he needs as much practice as he can get. So we're going to try and get out there a couple times uh, between now and and next weekend. Yeah. Uh, don't where know is where it? yet. Uh, you know, and I. I don't know. I've never, I, I don't recognize the name of the club. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll look it up while you tell me, what, what are you up to in golf this week? I'm like, I'm just trying to sort out the details of this hike still trying to get yeah. word out to everybody. Um, and I think I'm just like, I, I need to just go play and have fun. Yeah. 
Like, I just need to go play and have fun. Um, just enjoy it. Bovey's great, and I love Bovey. It's like a nine-hole course. Um, and Rangatin, which is like the other course you get with it, is just, they're really fun courses. Rangatin I, is I, a fan of ours on, on, the, on the things we do. Oh, really? Yeah, they're, they're very uh, involved with, the, with our media space. I didn't, why didn't, why didn't I know this? I don't know. They liked us. Well, I, so I like, so they like the guys who own Bellevue also own Rangiton. Oh, well, that might be one. Yeah. 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 But I just, <laughs> I, 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 I don't, I've never really met the guy who runs who run? their social media. Cause he's like their, he's their pro shop guy. He's, um, Oh yeah. He, they're, they're, his name is Stewart. He seems like a really nice guy, but I just haven't met him yet personally. So maybe, maybe I'll go down to Rangiton, but I, what I want to do Farmington is I, country club, by the way, is the name of it. Yeah, I just want to go and play like a nice, peaceful Parkland course, mm-hmm. and just sort of get like real like. And I hate saying this, but I because I, I don't want to say it because it's like I don't think it's I don't think it's true. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just want to go like I, it's not even like I want to go play a real golf. I just want to go play like a golf course that I don't know so that I can just like focus on the golf, get my oh, yeah. yardages in and like not say, okay, this is what I've did last time on this hole. So I may look for that. I may just, I may just play Bovey a bunch and just try to work some stuff out on the range. Um, we're getting a new horse here tomorrow. So Ugh, life is crazy. Life is crazy. Hopefully I can like plan this stuff and then just get back to my regular routine. But there's, there's been no routine in the last three weeks. Right. So other than that, I mean, everything's great. Like Good. no complaints, like just, just your usual complaining, non-complaining. Sure. That's what I thrive off of. Yeah. I'm with you there. All right. Well, that was, I feel like that was quite a tame show. It was pretty tame for a tame yeah. week in golf. That makes sense. It wasn't like it's like Pat Perez got his hair cut. Yay. I mean, it started right. off really sad. Yeah. I'm ready to get pretty excited about the US Open. I'm gonna get so we I'm gonna get so pumped for it. I'm gonna get so pumped for it. All right. Um thanks for doing the show, Gunner. Thanks for doing the show with me. Swing them out. Swing them out. You've been listening to the Swingdom. Remember, we're just two guys, 28 clubs, zero putts given. Zero putts.